on episode six of Convergence. Brendan has a manifesto, Mark has another new podcast, and we're all made of bits of the universe. So I, 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 I've been on my health stuff and, and ranting and raving about different things all the time about like what, what works for me and what I hope works for other people and, and like really like to, to share some cool things I've learned about healing my own body. And there was, there was a time where you, you gave me the, uh, the boundary. You're like, okay, I don't really want to hear uh, any more of that stuff as it pertains to me. Like, I'm happy to hear for you. That's great. And, and so I, I guess I wanted to check if that boundary is still there. Or if you're open, <laughs> if you're open to to talking about stuff, and it's co- completely cool if it is still there. And I just, I was just just checking without without actually trying to cross it yet. I think I'm on something of a kick at the moment where I'm feeling the discomfort and doing it anyway. So <laughs> with the <laughs> the un- why universe? Why does the universe keep doing these things to me? Loving you because we just. Well, just a minute, literally a minute before we jumped on, I just got a bunch of food ordered for after we've. Okay, what have you got for me, Brendan? Okay, so let me let me finish. The I don't know it. I. <laughs> it's not about what you so, eat. So, so yes, the universe. Um, a couple of things i've been finding this week where i find those moments of discomfort and i think okay part of my work i want it to be about helping people move through that so Mm -hmm. it's about noticing those triggers and noticing what gets you feeling icky and pushing through that and being like okay this makes me feel icky but i'm gonna i'm gonna try it out anyway so i'm proud of you for for uh for that for allowing me to to do my 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 own weird thing, um, I don't I don't have any like suggestions or answers or th- th- even uh, maybe uh, maybe a challenge maybe. Uh, but on last week's episode, you you mentioned something uh, about mystery pains that you were kind of just taking ibuprofen for, and um, like you know ib- ibuprofen is your friend; it was working working really well for you. And, uh, and and you had you had mentioned the heart like the as the as a concern for it you had mentioned the the possible heart scare stuff honestly I, I that, that that didn't even cross my mind I either didn't know about it or forgotten about it I was thinking more of the microbiome issue because the microbiome is super like you know science is learning more and more about how important the microbiome is for you and keeping that regulated and um. But then even more than that, in my mind, I'm thinking, if you have a pain, that's your body giving you a signal that something is wrong. Something you're doing, something that's happened to you, something isn't what your body likes. And it's trying to tell you, it's trying to alert you to do, do the opposite. The way that I see Western society is that we, we take a pill to numb some sort of sensor, some sort of alert mechanism within our body, and we keep numbing it, and we keep numbing it, and then we, we end up with it, some disease that we're like, how in the world did I get this? This came out of nowhere. When it didn't, we've been ignoring the signs the whole time. The same is true. I think we can we can view that from uh, a technical perspective as well, because I've uh, I, I used to preach this whole thing about um, 
I'm going to take it in a very different direction, and, and but I, it's related. Um, in that, a lot of my work used to be with the uh, WordPress system. So if you've uh, ever run a blog, you might use WordPress, um, and you want to make it do a thing, and so you download a plugin, and then that plugin doesn't quite work with the theme that you've got. And so what you end up doing <laughs> is you add another plugin and then that doesn't quite do this. And so you end up papering over it with this, with, you end up with this Jenga tower that is so delicate that you're like, no, no, don't update that plugin. Or if you do, you've got to update it in this order because oh, no. that thing is tied to that thing. And if that thing breaks and the whole website goes down and it doesn't tell us why. Um, so I am one, I, I, you find no disagreement from me so far. Uh, and 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 honestly, that's kind of uh, the extent of what I wanted to bring up. I just wanted. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just hate the idea of my friend, uh, you know, silencing his alarm system when there might be something to it, and there might be mm. like, it could be, it could be a, a food intolerance or allergy. It could be um, a, a, a just stretching in a weird way. And then now it's kind of, it's done something that needs to be, it needs some physical therapy. It needs, um, I don't know, some, something. And, and, you know, I, I would hope that that would be a priority. Not, I, I'm trying, that's the wrong word. <laughs> I was trying to find a better word, but like, you know, uh, non ibuprofen. Yes. To put it in some context, um, I take ibuprofen once or twice a month. Oh, okay, okay. But I I got the impression <laughs> it was like one a no. day or something. You know, like no. uh, my my dad. No, my no, dad, this is not a chronic. Um, oh, that's great. Or that's even great. no, no, no. It's yeah. Um, this is ibuprofen is i haven't got time to deal with this right now yes i know the body's <laughs> yeah, telling yeah, yeah, me yeah, something yeah. i haven't got time to listen right now i just need to get on with my day yeah yeah, um, yeah. okay that's great and that's after more than a couple of days of that you're mm -hmm. like okay what's happening here this is every day now we start to yeah, yeah now we start to, to ask some questions yeah i am not a fan of um papering over a thing with drugs and just letting it move on um yeah i'm I think I made a comment. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, which is where I thought we were going to go in, in terms of me, sort of the things that I'm changing about my life and the world are in something of a gauntlet. And I have to be able to run one bit of the gauntlet before I can run the next one. I can't do too many things at the same time. And so, uh, I mean, you know, this week, it was wonderful because, you know, things things happen your body is ready to tell you when it wants things um and i went on a big walk 14,000 steps um on the uh, along my canal on tuesday and i used to do this every week um and it was great it was great um and i'm you know i'm looking forward to doing it more and more and more um and i you know if i could swing it uh, I'd be ambitious to say I, I wish I could do it every day, but um, certainly more more than once a week. Um, and so, yeah, like, but but you know, it's funny. You know, I sit here now, and the the cold weather's really creeping in. And as you were talking early, I felt that little twinge in my in my you know the shoulder where I where I've you know I've got this thing. Hey, you're talking about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, and I would, you know, yes, and and it would be great to fix that. But also, uh, and th this is this is 
sounding defensive and perhaps it is and so I will rein it back um <laughs> well actually funnily enough it's one of those things I've it's been on my to-do list for so long that it's just like just do it um I've got to change my GP surgery because I've used the same GP surgery for 20 something years, probably nearly 30 years. Uh, And I've moved twice or three times since then. And I've still kept the same surgery. It's now a bit closer to me than it used to be, but there's one that's just down the road. And all I've got to do, all I've got to do is walk up, walk in there and get, uh, and put my uh, passport down and say, sign me up. Um, and then I'm going to get, you know, I don't know if they do like a health check thing. Um, they might do, and I'm terrified of that, but it would also be a good idea to have a couple of things looked at, like the blood, ple- pleasure, blood pressure and all that kind of stuff, because it runs in the family. So GP GP surgery, I think, uh, so GP, I'm thinking general practitioner? Yes. Okay. And then surgery, to me, that means cutting you open. So I'm assuming... Cutting you open, yeah. Surgery just would be the, the you know, the their little office um yeah yeah i know uh it's yes um, <laughs> just checking on language just checking weird. on words in like yeah, surgery yeah. for 20 years what um <laughs> yeah um flame me open and just leave leave me exposed <laughs> for 20 years yikes yeah so yeah it's it's one of those things it's like it's it's heaving ever more into view and and not in a i think it's it's come that way in a more dreadful sense in you know, in a sense of like, oh, come on, Stedman, you've got to do the thing now, and it's all very. Uh, whereas, it's starting to feel more like all these bits are starting to stack up quite nicely, you know, and they're, they're sort of aligning, and it's just like this is the next piece that's going to align, and it will get there. And a big theme, uh, certainly this week, and I think really of, of the last few weeks, has been stop pushing, stop pushing. And just listen and see what comes up and stop, you know, with the shoulds and the expectations. And I'm paying for that now because I've put off a couple of things that I probably should have done earlier, <laughs> earlier in the week. But that's fine. That's my responsibility. You know, that's that's personal responsibility and we take it. Um, but ultimately, very much taking this signal on of like, I've spent so much of my life living in the land of the shoulds. Um, and in just little subtle ways, it's not completely going away, but in little subtle ways, I'm finding push at this point. What happens if I don't and try and squeeze and, and just go, an answer will come and it does. Or the question becomes relevant and you move on. Yeah. Oh man, I've had I've had a couple great instances lately where I procrastinated so much that it no longer mattered. Uh <laughs> yes. That that is just such a glorious feeling. It's like I'm just gonna put this off a little bit longer. Oh now it never had it it never had to be done. So I'm so glad I didn't waste time on it. Oh man. It doesn't you know, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, God, that feels good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had I I was doing a project where um the uh, uh, we were doing a basement remodel, and the the city f- to get the permits wanted me to do a site plan, which is walking the entire perimeter of the property, not just the basement, and marking out the elevation where all the trees are, the, where the 
how the where the property sit where the house sits on the property and the driveways and, and a bunch of stuff that is completely irrelevant to this tiny basement remodel that we're doing all on the inside it doesn't go outside there's no windows it, it doesn't even affect anything outside and i'm like i really don't want to do this uh, and it's just like so i just kind of waited and waited and waited and then uh the client had to postpone the project and so it can't even the, 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 it wouldn't matter <laughs> so that there's like they, they had some health problems and so they had to just put it all off it was really great um one more question about health stuff and more like the system um so you got the you got the nhs and 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 things are all kind of it seems like pretty set like you got your your path forward i, I was curious if you have natural paths in the uk if you have alternative medicine if you have people that are looking oh sure for um the there will be places and there is a um there is a shop uh chain of shops here called holland and barrett who sell all of the herbal supplements and stuff so it's it's very commoditized but there are also and there's a little bit of cbd stuff as well um and there will be natural practitioners and and stuff like that available and um yeah how much of that is prescribable uh is is it to be seen i don't think there's a lot of it but it is the kind of stuff that people talk a little bit more about um that's good to know yeah i've but, i've always like yeah i've always like tried to it for my own health i've tried to steer that way because i felt like the the western medicine side of things likes to tackle symptoms and and the natural medicine likes to tackle the root problem that's causing the symptoms so that the symptoms go away eventually um uh, and I've found finally <laughs> through my fibromyalgia uh, journey that that's actually starting to work for me. And I, I feel like I've actually fixed some root causes and, and it's, it's pretty great. Western medicine didn't care about the mold that was in my sinuses. <laughs> There's a guy that is, uh, I was lucky enough to work with as a client earlier in the year that I'm now, uh, I have been thinking more that I would like to work with him. I don't know if it'll be next year because it'll all be finance dependent and time dependence and stuff, but he's a sort of, I wouldn't necessarily use the word holistic because that I've, when I've done, when I've done dived into that before, there is some murky and unpleasant waters. Um, you start, you can start getting into the world of, if you've got autism, uh, drink bleach, um, which gets put under this, like, yeah, 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 yeah. There is, there is a nasty side to what is called holistic. And I, you know, I know that's not the real deal. Um, but it was just a, as, uh, uh, someone called John Syracuse might put it, it's name space pollution. It's just, you know, it's, it's not the, yeah, it's not the thing. Um, but he is someone who is about sort of mind, um well his his podcast because that'll help me get get the three the three points is mindset mood and movement um and so he's very much about the same kind of idea of get at the root causes m probably more from a mental and emotional and movement physical side than necessarily a supplemental or you know herbal remedy type side but all very much we we have to move away from let's subscribe let's prescribe our way out of an issue uh, i think you know for i don't know if this is different for the for the nhs but i think the motivations lead to the same issues in the in the states my understanding is it's very lucrative to for doctors to prescribe things because of the way the reps work um and that's a whole industry um 
I don't think we have that here, but what I think we have, which leads to the same issue, is it's just easier. It just gets people off the books. And that's why they prescribe stuff. It's not necessarily that it's being forced, although, again, I, I might be wrong about that, but um, it feels like it's more the doctors are just like, we are so slammed, we get so little time um, with our patients. It's it's a, a, such a small window of time they actually get to see their patients uh, and really find out what's wrong that, you know what, well, we, we, we've got to clear the waiting times. We've got to do what we've got to do. We've got to meet our targets and being able to prescribe, not irresponsibly, but, and I'm not suggesting that they do, but that feels like, and there are also other things that they... They want to. They're very evidence based, and so they will uh, move away from some of the other stuff because they don't have the right data for it. Um, and they want to, you know, they want to prescribe certain things like CBD, uh, not um, CBT, like co- cognitive behavioral therapy, and stuff that is very evidence based rather than general talking therapy because they don't have, they can't match the numbers up, and so it's very much what's going to get them out the door the quickest from a systemic point of view, not from what the individual doctors want to do because they want to help people. And I'm sure that's the case in America. I don't think it's unique that just British doctors want to help people. But Yeah, like, no, definitely not. But yeah, they're also caught up in the system of money, like you said. Like it's so, it's so pushed on them so hard, it seems, to, uh, to sell, sell, sell these, these pills. So um, one other little tiny thing of follow-up or th- th- uh, th- uh, in a different topic, um, you mentioned a little bedtime game that you played with yourself where if you had, if you were gifted a million pounds and had to do it, some sort of charity thing with it. And you thought of this perfect book that, that reminded me later when, upon reflection, it reminded me of, uh, I actually have kind of written a manifesto or I've started one about, about health and about like a guide to living and being a good person and like interacting with other people well i should share it with you and see what you think maybe we can uh maybe we can hammer it out or something it actually came from the fight i had with my sister that i alluded to last week um i uh, she set a boundary i i I wouldn't say I reacted poorly, but I uh, had I had feelings. I had I was I was really sad and scared about her setting this boundary, and and so then I sent her a three hour video. Uh, we we use an app called Polo uh, Marco Polo to send video chats to each other, and and I just turned it on and and started talking to her because I was kind of I was like you know, at the beginning I was like hey you know trigger warning I might cross that boundary you sent so if you don't want to hear that don't listen. And then I just proceeded to talk like maybe it was the last time I was ever going to talk to my sister because that was kind of how it felt when she set the boundary. And, and I said a whole bunch of things and, and I don't believe she ever listened to it because it turned out to be three hours and that's massive. And, and, and you know, I, I believe on her side, she also kind of used that as a justification to feel like I was going... Uh, I, I was going off the deep end and being above and beyond and weird and stuff. And sure, you know, if you don't hear the context of what I said, which is a bunch of I love yous, I don't want this to break us apart, <laughs> then you could, you know, anyways, not important. Um, I, afterwards, we, she kind of gave me the silent treatment and and some distance. 
And so I, I started taking notes and I started like really hammering down what the issues are between us. And then I, I, I read it back to my, you know, I edited a whole bunch and I, I, I honing it down and stuff. And then I, I read it in a, with different eyes and I was like, I could just take out a few references to my sister in this that are like just specific to her. And then this is kind of universal, like just good guidance. And, uh, and so then I was like, I, I think I wrote a manifesto. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'll share it with you. And then maybe next week we can check back in on it and see, uh, if you think it's, um, if you think it's just kind of hogwash or if you think it's something that we should, uh, that should be worked on. Would you not be prepared to read it out to us today? Oh, I think it might be, uh, I think it might be a little big, but I'd be, I'd love to. Let me see if I have a good edit of it. Um, because when I think manifesto, I guess I'm thinking in terms of sort of bullet points. You know, these are the things we believe. But it sounds like you've got something a bit more comprehensive. Um, yeah, it's a bit more con- comprehensive. It's kind of like a a, a short book. Um, right. Okay. It uh, then I shall look forward. It to actually it. it 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 has a table of contents. Um, right. <laughs> so. Um, I, I yeah here, here's here's the first paragraph uh and i haven't re- i haven't pre-read this so i i don't know what it, <laughs> it says i would like to invite an opportunity for you to forgive yourself for anything that has that has happened to this point you don't need to wait for someone else to forgive you the forgiveness has always been within yourself fear to love from fear to love Evolve from fear to love. Let your fear be surrounded by this love. That uh, feels like a good starting point for life, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I'd like to think so. I remember being really proud of it when I wrote it. Let's see. It was this was uh, is this was in April. I wrote this. So. What that what that really made me think then is there's something about honesty and truthfulness and i don't want to use the word authenticity because it's starting to get that word feels like it's starting to get <laughs> kind of inauthentic <laughs> mm, yeah it's just over you know overused and yeah um a little bit uh, sort of um Dis- disneyfied it's like coca-cola like what what do you mean um but there is something when you write something that feels that true to you it's like pride kind of comes with it um, and it is already, it doesn't need editing. It is already in its best form because it is a true expression of how you feel. Um, like it's, it's already what it should be because it's truth. Um, however, you know, however that might sound, um, more and more in my life, I'm going to end up talking like a, guru and then i'm going to try and stop having to pour salt all over it and actually just let it sit and if someone wants to call me out on it that's fine yeah you don't need to call you you don't need to pre-call yourself out no i don't need to you know absolutely there's nothing to call out it's just it's just wisdom it's just gold I might take my own advice then, and um, yes, because it comes from a true place, and therefore it is already perfect.
I feel like we are becoming closer and closer to doing similar work from slightly different perspectives in that you laid out in the first episode of this what you want to do as a dream of being um, a shaman heal and helping people heal. An idea struck me and it's still kind of... it's uh, The bell rang on Tuesday and it's still echoing. Um, just going to bask in that it, it, for a moment. <laughs> ah, I'm, I'm warming my hands by the light of my own fire. Um, my God! I'm just... Oh, the oh, aphorisms on this boy today! It's amazing. On, on point. Oh. And I'm, I'm so oh, excited yeah. for this conversation. I'm so excited for this conversation <laughs> with... With the stuff you've been starting and the things you've been saying, I, I listened to a moment of Ven and uh, your, your, your Walking Stride episode. And uh, oh my God, I'm so excited to hear how, where this is going and how this is coming out. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. So we, we talked, we've talked for a while uh, that I've had this sort of sense that I knew there was something, there's been something... Uh, there's been a whisper around what I'm going to do, what I can do, what is my what is my work to do, and it was around creativity and helping with creative expression. And it's clear; it's it's becoming ever more clear, uh, and perhaps clearer now than it. Well, certainly clearer now than it has done. Um, and even after a conversation I had today, it's like it's it keeps sharpening its focus. Um, and so I sort of have two paths that are kind of the same root really in that we've talked about manifestation we've talked about sort of therapeutic you know therapy i've been learning more about positive psychology i'm learning more about the enneagram and i've done my time with attachment theory and so much of what i understand is that it is all these are all different lenses on the same thing they're all different ways of looking at the same thing. Just as, you know, we can look at Western medicine versus Eastern medicine or traditional uh, herbal medicine or, you know, other healing practices. It's all the same. Not, it's not, it's not that it's all the same, but it's all to try and do the same thing. Common goal. Common goal. Thank you. Um, and I was really taken with this idea on Tuesday of, so I was going for my big walk, what, would it look like if creativity was one of those lenses or creative expression um, as a way of getting you from your current state to where you want to be from your lava pupil, pupil state pupa to the butterfly that you're going to be. Um, and for some that's, that's therapy for some it's spiritualism for some, you know, as we say, all, all these other things. And I, I, I was really interested in, if if we're building a bridge, you know, can the, the the slats of that bridge be made out of ways that we can express ourselves? Stories, songs, poems, dances, illustrations, cartoons, films, um, clothing, um, all these different ways that we can express ourselves to get to where we want to be. And so that was one part of it. And then what occurred to me today is thinking, Okay, so that's that's one that's one aspect. The other aspect is just reconnecting with that part of ourselves that many of us lost touch with. I think you and I, I mean, I'm 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 dancing with it like crazy at the moment, um, and I know you've you've been dancing with it, 
and lots of people have forgotten that that part of them exists and how beautiful would it be purely in an end to an end in 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 of itself that's a bad phrase but you know purely for its own sake to help people reconnect with that part of themselves to you know i I think of it as the spark and i i i properly saw in my mind as i often do and i i ended up with a sort of really empathizing as i again as i can do that being one of my my superpowers is this sort of hyper empathy even for things that don't exist um or only notionally exist i could really empathize with this spark that lives within us maybe you know maybe an old slightly older person maybe a bit more wizened and it's it's kind of i just see it quivering in a corner feeling alone and all it wants to do is help you and work with you and dance with you and that's that's all its motivation is it's so completely pure it wants nothing else other than to help but it's been it's not been allowed to and it's just you know it it just lives there and it's and so uh, what can we do what how can we start by ruffling its hair and just acknowledging oh hey i see you i i lost sight of you for for years and maybe there's all sorts of different reasons maybe we were told as a, as you know when we were younger you're not creative you're that's not what your thing is you're you're intellectual or you're whatever you can't sing oh god no don't don't sing no no don't sing um you know or or fine you've got those things you've got those gifts but what what practical use is that go you've got a shop you know you, you've got to run the family shop like get come on uh, or you, you're going to go to university and you're going to do these things. This is the life that's laid out for you. This is what you're allowed to do. This is what we have time for. We don't have time for you to write your songs or to write your poems. Um, and and that little spark doesn't get fed. And I think I love this notion that we can, or that I can help, like I said, just like ruffle its hair to begin with and then bring it to its feet and start very slowly to, to dance, you know, and if we see that as a creature that we can nurture, um, and we can, and, 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 you know, by trying and playing by playing at lots of different things. Like as I was chatting with my friend earlier today, I was thinking, I don't dance really. I don't really like to dance. I don't really like to move my body in that kind of way because I have a sense, you know, I told myself that I was clumsy or that I am clumsy and I'm uncoordinated. So what does that mean? That means I can express myself physically in another way. I could do something that's more gesture, like definite gestures like charades, you know, uh, rather than trying to be more fluid. Because if I don't feel fluid, there's another way I can move my body. So it doesn't restrict me. And so I love the idea of of taking each one of these, you know, taking a set of different creative expression or forms and giving people the opportunity to play with them for a bit and see which ones fit and which ones, you know, resonate with them. And, and slowly they can bring this spark to its feet and start properly dancing with it and, and see what comes out. And um, it might not be about achieving your ultimate form. It might just be about a bit of self self actualization and just, you know, feeling well fulfilled. And yeah. I love that dude. Um, when you described it as like uh, all these different, all these different paths are just the, the, 
the avenues that resonate for a certain person to be able to find their way to working on themselves. Because that's really self-work, self-actualization, self, um, self-expression, um, knowing yourself and being able to accept it. This is, this is kind of the goal, right? This is, this is what we're working towards. And yeah, when you, when you express that creativity could be that for somebody, it doesn't have to be uh, any of these other things. Like they're all just great methods, but we can take the lessons that we learned from all those methods and do it through creativity. Like that's, uh, I know you don't like hearing Mark as a verb, but like, that's just so Mark. That's so beautifully Mark. It's so it's like, Oh, you can noun me. That's fine. You've nouned me. Okay, that's okay. Or noun, noun you. Yeah, <laughs> just don't verb me. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, and it's not just like that. It, that only applies to you, but it's so beautifully you, uh, your method of bringing that to other people, because like that's been you. You connecting with other people has been something that's obviously driven you uh, like constantly for for years and years, and you have this desire to also help people, not just connect with them. And uh, man, I'm just so excited to see what you do in this space. Um, yeah, some sort of, some sort of, uh, you know, TBM of your own. Yeah, I mean, that that's uses it. Like, creativity <laughs> as the. It, yeah, on on one hand, there was like, yeah, the, you know, the uh, first thing I did was when this idea started forming, this sort of first idea was like, I just stopped where I was walking, got my phone out and was like, describe this little group program. Because um, yeah, that's sort of how it felt, you know, having having done one or two guided, you know, 12 week, whatever programs, get a bunch of people together and, and go through this journey. Um, that's sort of how, yeah, what that felt like. Um, but then there's this other part, which could be done as a group or could be done alone or, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, which is that the deeply personal stuff of how do we help you get some, you know, maybe get some emotions that have been rattling around and you've never allowed yourself a different way of expressing them. Um, I was, again, talking to my friend just before this call and saying, I'm doing so much right now. I've got so much output, but for the first time ever, it all feels so completely aligned and not too much at all. Like it all feels right. Um, we do this. Uh, in the morning, I do my Friday newsletter, which I write in under an hour and I get it sent out. And I'm also facilitating a group where other people do the same thing. Um, and then every morning now I'm doing my little 10, 15 minute um, morning podcast. And then I've got the A to Z of happiness uh, with my friend Anya. Oh, An yes, Anya. Um, sorry, Anya. I didn't forget your name. It's just you You know. Um, she knows. Um, and, and, and then I'm working with, like, I'm working with a social media manager because there's so much stuff. And I want to make sure that it, you know, that it is found by people. Um, without me having to worry about it because that's the thing that is the kiss of death for me. Um, and you know, and then recording little videos and, and just, it all just feels, it all just feels right. And, and, and like skiing downhill, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I have, I have something kind of fun coming up that I don't think I've really talked to you about. 
Um, uh, a, a little update on uh, on what we did talk about, though. Uh, the, uh, the 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 car accident last week. Um, uh, yesterday, as I was going to acupuncture to uh, to help treat, because my my knee's still hurting pretty bad, and and other stuff. Um, you're not going to believe this, but another person hit me. Luckily, this time was way slower. It was just in a, it was in a parking lot. And, um, so we were like in, you know, going like 10 miles an hour or whatever, but, um, it, what really sucked about it was like, it was a replay of the other accident in the, in the, they didn't hit me in exactly the same spot. And this was on my truck instead of in the car because the car was totaled, but, um, they came at me from the same side and like I saw that I could clearly see them. They just rolled through a stop sign and I had, I had no stop sign. Like they were entering the road that I was on from a parking lot. And like, so I, and I was always already going slow and like watching my right side because of the trauma of that. And then this woman just, she's, she's, you know, I talked to her later and she's like distracted because her husband's got this, pancreatic issue gangrene in his pancreas or something like that and like it's been you know she's totally you know so overwhelmed by her life and it's raining super overcast and dark it's 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 everything is gray she just couldn't see also i think you know how like in in the front of a car you got the the posts on either side that are holding up the windshield the post between the door and the windshield it's i think it's called like the a a pillar or something like that. I think I was completely in her blind spot behind that as well as, as she's turning left onto the road and she just couldn't see me. And, and, but she was, she was going slow, maybe 10 miles an hour or whatever. And then she just bonks right into the front. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I see her coming. I'm fully stopped. I'm honking on my horn. And she's like, doesn't is, is, is checked out. And it's just, and, but then I was like, uh, just rattled afterward I, there was no pain no no injuries on either side but it was just like this the, again oh my god what what was the conversation as you as you both got out of your cars uh honestly i didn't speak much i i felt um i was trying like i i have a lot of um understanding for other people and their issue like i could see she was yeah she's not terribly upset she yeah she's definitely not a villain she didn't didn't do it on purpose it was just she couldn't see me and super distracted and um but i was i was in this place where i was like okay i'm not mad at you but like i'm I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm, I'm rattled. Like, this is just like, I just wanted to be able, I just wanted to go drop off my, my, um, my nasal test at the post office and get that, you know, the obligation taken care of. I didn't want another Geico claim. I didn't want to do an, uh, um, the handle that. And then, so I, and I saw that there was somebody else sitting in their car. So I walked over to see if they'd witnessed it and they're like, no, I was just on my lunch. I didn't see it. And, uh, and so, you know, we exchanged our information and she was really nice about it, really apologetic and, and everything. And I, I was trying to do my best. I like, for me as a nine, as a people pleaser, as, as, uh, just, just me or whatever, I want to, you know, quell everybody's fears. I'm like, oh, it's all right. You know, oh, it's just fine. Everything's fine. But like, also it's not like you just hit my car and I don't want to say that, like, 
you know, like I know it's not recorded, but it's also like not. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I was like doing this dance when I just, like, I just can't say anything right now. I just, I, just, I, I, I'm okay. I didn't get hurt. Uh, we'll just have the, we'll have the the people that we pay to deal with this, deal with this, and that'll be that. But it was just. Um, so so then I got to my acupuncture appointment and I was like, yeah, so I just had another car accident. And <laughs> I'm like, what? Um, anyways. Uh, but what what's actually uh, fun that's coming up? Fun? I don't know about fun. Um, I have signed myself self up for probably one of the biggest challenges I will put myself through in in memory. And I you know, I'm, I'm pretty talkative here on this podcast, but I'm typically pretty quiet. I'm not, I'm not a super talkative person. I usually uh, sit in the background and wait for somebody to talk to me or, or that kind of thing. And this, you know, I'm, I know I'm supposed to be half the conversation, so I try to do my part. And I'm, I'm also really excited to talk with you about all this stuff. This is super fun. But I've signed myself up for a three-day silent retreat. And what this, what this consists of it, you know, obviously you, you don't bring your phone. There's no books. You, there's no input. There's no output. You don't speak. You don't, the, the, there'll be other people there. There's probably going to be 20 to 40 other people there. I have no idea, but that's, that's kind of what I assume based on the size of the retreat center. And you, you don't make conversation. You actually don't even make eye contact. You're kind of doing a group activity by yourself, or you're doing a, a solo activity in a group, <laughs> one of those two, and there'll be a there'll be a Dharma talk um, once a, a, in the in the morning or the evening, I think. But otherwise, you you eat all your meals in in quiet. You you meditate all day. You do some walking meditations around the property, and you just don't speak, don't connect with anybody. And I've had some, I've had some friends that have done this and it's been incredibly challenging for them and also very, um, productive, I'll say. I, like, it's been eye-opening and, uh, you know, it brings things out of your mind and your heart and your body and your spirit that get, that, that get, um, ibuprofen you know that get kind of n numbed by our just daily existence where we're talking and thinking and and producing and inputting and it and we don't have this time to really listen for a long time and i i know this like from f from what i was just saying about how I, I don't usually speak i wait until somebody like talks to me like if i'm in a group or whatever i'm not i'm not the socialite i'm, a, I'm more of an introvert and even when conversation does come around to me, sometimes it'll take me a long time to think of what to say or to really get out the thought that I have. And I could see the same being the case for my body and my spirit. You know, it might take a while for it to tell me exactly what it's thinking or what it's wanting or, um, you know, if I, if I, I can watch a show every night that's that's distracting me from being able to actually sit and listen to myself yeah what a wonderful opportunity for some some introspection and some 
really connecting with yourself and yeah taking that time to have no input no stimulus of any kind yeah <laughs> yes indeed oh i mean yeah there will be, i guess there will be stimulus in nature yeah yeah i'll be i'll be able to walk around the property and i'll do some i'll do a lot of pacing i'll definitely do a lot of walking i think uh I'm at my um well d- depending on how how well my knee feels <laughs> from <laughs> by that time um i don't know how much sitting in one position i will enjoy but um uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting i i've got a i, I told my i told my friend about it who's who's done a few of them he actually um lived in a cave in india for a while as he was going through one of his spiritual and health journeys and that was like it was like uh four miles from the uh the dalai lama's palace in india and um yeah yeah i i kind of wonder like what kind of vibes he picked up just from being in that proximity you know that'd be that'd be pretty amazing um and he's he's really excited for me so oh uh, i um yeah i i look forward to hearing what what happens and what um, what what comes out of it and yeah i i imagine you go you, you got to go through like a a real moment of just like it all must be quite a lot and i'd imagine there's quite a lot that you want to to express because you're probably feeling so much and then after a while i assume it's just like that all bubbles up and then probably just kind of dissipates um Wow! Yeah, I I can't wait to hear about it. I've I've been doing meditation a lot since uh, about 2013. That's when I really started my meditation practice. And typically, you know, typically do about 30 minutes a day. I'd say on average five days a week since then. And um, there's been times when it's been much more dedicated. There's been times where I haven't been able to find the time for it. And um, I'd, I'd say in, in the, the longest I've ever been able to meditate or have some sort of silent introspection is probably about an hour 15, somewhere around there. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty anxious to, to get some input. I'm pretty anxious to fill. It's like, okay, I feel like my cup is empty now. Let's, let's fill it up with something to occupy me. So this is this is like the whole thing that you used to say about batteries, where you 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 know you charge them to eighty percent, then you charge them to one hundred percent, and then you're supposed to let them completely drain uh, all the way out, and then charge them back up again. It's that's sort of what that sounds like, really. It does. It is like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I often I often do a meditation that's either like with a a guided meditation with with sounds or or just with music that has no lyrics. And, and, and I like that because then I can move, like I, it's hard for me to actually just sit still. My body doesn't really like, I get a lot of pains in my body if I just sit still. And so oftentimes, even if I don't have music, I'll just kind of sway and and move a bit, um, as I'm meditating. Uh, but yeah, so this will be an extreme jump into the deep end of, um, (laughs) <laughs> and it's not it's not the longest you know i could have done a seven day silent retreat if, whatever but this this one was yeah i think someone i know has gone on one recently oh wow yeah and how was it for them i haven't spoken to them uh, ironically <laughs> <enough>. um, <laughs> so I, I i actually don't know 
Uh, yeah. So I, I know that there's, there's bigger things to jump into, but this one is being done by, um, a support group that I, that I go with here in Portland. It's called uh refuge recovery. It's like an addiction recovery, uh, alternative to AA. And it's, um, it's not just in Portland, it's like nationwide and, and elsewhere, but they, um, they're, they're hosting the retreat. And so it's going to be with some people that I know and, and kind of like the, uh, the author of the book that refuge recovery follows it's like a, a buddhist path to uh addiction recovery he's going to be the the dharma speaker and so I'm, I'm pretty interested in hearing what he has to say because his book is really great so um yeah so that's that's what's coming up for me i'm pretty excited about it this puts me in mind of something i uh came up uh against or uh, across i think it was probably last year which is uh the 12 hour walk Whoa. Um, yeah, and it's it's literally as it sounds is that you 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 lace your shoes up in the morning and you just walk, um, and you you know you pack a bag and and that's it. Margaret mm, would love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know if there are any restrictions in that you know you're not supposed to wear headphones or have any input, but I think it is it is much more about spending that that time purposefully with yourself um and yeah it's it, people have, have come back with with all sorts of things and i think that's something i think i wouldn't mind doing because i can i can walk i mean I, I uh the most i've done is probably god as a kid I, we did some like a six hour walk um it wasn't meant to be but we got lost up a mountain couldn't figure <laughs> out how to go home wow that is a long walk that is a long yeah and i've done like a couple of years ago, I did three and a half, three and a half hour walk along the Cornish coastline. Um, and that was, uh, that was, that was really, that was really special. Um, that's the first time I'd done it on my own. I'd done it before with, with family. Um, but it was the first time doing it on my own and that felt quite significant. Um, and there's even a, a moment at the end that felt like a pilgrimage because everybody's walking to this fishing village called Padstow. Um, and, I remember getting to this bit that I'd, I'd sort of recognized and gone, Oh, I think I, yes, I, I recognize this bit. Um, there's this cross here that was a bit of a landmark. And then you start to see one person and then you walk a bit further and you see another person. Then you start to see them all converge on this path. And it was beautiful. It was just, it really, you know, it was like everybody had been doing the same, the same pilgrimage. I mean, they hadn't, you know, a bunch of people had probably just rocked up from the car park, but it was just the fact that they all started to stream in after I'd done this, you know, this walk that was sort of proving to myself that I could not so much for the physical exertion, but the, the, you know, not getting lost of it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it was, it was really special. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I, I heard about this, this 12 hour walk and watched the, the video and read all the literature and stuff. And I thought that is something I wouldn't mind having a little, uh, yeah, a little flirt with. I go with. Yeah. That's amazing. When I when Margaret and I visited your wonderful country, um, we uh, we walked a, a lot. Definitely did not get to twelve hours of walking. Margaret may have gotten that that close to that. She uh, she would be able to go on longer walks than I would. I would be like, you know, I'd, I'd go for an hour or so, and I'm like, I gotta I gotta sit down. Oh my gosh, I'd be like, sucking on my vape pen, trying to feel better and and everything. <laughs> She'd be like, all right, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and I'll, I'll go to this castle and there, I'll go over here and. 
some of those some of those castles they are off the beaten track they are they are hard to get to <laughs> <laughs> oh i was really surprised when we went to stonehenge um we we went to the visitor center and then took the little bus up to get to have have us drop us drop us off there and there's also a walking path that you can take to, to walk out to there from the visitor center. And we decided to walk back, which was really great because um, nobody else was taking the walking path back. And so we just got to, you know, we go into this, um, this giant uh, penned area for sheep. And so we're just walking with the sheep for a while. And then we go onto the big mounds of the, of the, um, the remains that are set there so that they have a view of Stonehenge when they're, when they're dead and walked around those and walked through this little forest and stuff. And it was really, really great, especially all alone. It was just magical. But what, what was funny is I didn't really realize that when, you, when you're at Stonehenge, when you're on the, with the stones, like you can see the highway right there. Like that's, th- there's a road really close so that people can see Stonehenge as they're driving by. And we came in kind of from a different direction, so we didn't see it coming up. And I was like, kind of like, both like, Oh wow, that's cool. You can just drive by it and see it and just kind of get connected with it that way. And also, oh, that traffic noise. Like I just want to be here in the serene quiet and soak in these stones. But <laughs> you know, what can you do? <laughs> um, yeah, I sort of think there's I don't know. I sort of had this thought then of like we can we can I don't know about worry is the right word, but we can sort of think that sometimes there is a right way to absorb a thing. You know, I I must absorb this in silence or I must have this thing. And it's like, I don't know, maybe that is the right way. You know, maybe the way to do it is just to be there and, and to interact with like all the different forms of, of what the what that particular bit of landscape is at the time. And right now in this period in history, it has some cars and, and you know, but it'll still be there, hopefully. Uh, in a hundred years when all the cars make no noise. And we all are the big bang. We all are the stardust that started everything. And so we have lived every lifetime that has come up to this point and we will live every lifetime afterwards. And so we've expe- we've already experienced it in its most serene, quiet state, you know, just when it was nubs in a circle and then when it was leveled and then when it was the first stones were brought. <laughs> it was a tiny little yeah, baby and hinge. then when the, the, big, the blue stones were brought later and like we've experienced every level of it. And now we get to experience it with a with a highway next to it. Brendan, um, I think this is our time. Um, I, I, I mean, that in all of the senses. This is our time. Um, <laughs> this is our time. <laughs> this is our time. And I know, I know you just titled. I know you just titled the uh, your 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 life in stride episode a moment of Ven, and you were like not sure about what you're. And, and I know you're not trying to get a name for your thing, but I love the name a moment in Ven. Like <laughs> I know, I know it doesn't quite probably fit but it's just like also just kind of cool like i don't know there's something to it but yeah this is our time we gotta sign off i love you buddy i'll talk to you next week i love you too man thank you
so okay quick quick point of admin is that whatever you did if you want to turn yourself down then that would be good because oh, sure it sounds like this will be good and it's now sounding a bit distorted so i want yeah, to make sure cool. that you sound i wonder if it's uh, i wonder if it's different when it's not recording yet no i think it's just because you you started talking more um animatedly oh yeah I, <laughs> yeah that makes sense <laughs> i started talking <laughs> <laughs>